All right, guys. Like I said, my name is Jonathan. Uh, been in the business about four years now. Just crazy to think it's been that long. And um, I'm just really grateful. Um, just really grateful to be a part of this team and just such an incredible company. Um, I'm just extremely grateful. I was hired in a business by um, Megan um, Allman and Mike and Michelle Allman and part of the Fitz hierarchy organization. And uh, so thank you, Mike and Michelle and Fitz for allowing me to lead and help out these calls. So my number one goal, guys, is really just to um, so that you you would be encouraged and that you would be refreshed and, you know, hopefully pick something up that will help you help more people this week. Um, you know, every week I go out and uh, schedule appointments. It's pretty crazy that we have the ability to set our own schedule and go help people, but at the same time get paid really well to do it. So like what we do is extremely important. And I believe that with every um, fiber in my body. And the first thing I'll say um, before I get into the ATM presentation is you really do have to, you have to believe um, in what you're doing. Um, and we all have different stories. We all have different backgrounds and upbringings, um, different childhoods, but we all have similar stories. We all have had someone in our life that's died um, too early. We've always, we've all had someone who's died um, at old age as well. Um, but there's someone in our life that, that something has happened to with or without insurance. And um, those stories are really powerful when you're going to, to meet with people. Um, and if you feel like you don't have like a story or you feel like, I don't really know if I have anyone in my family that that's happened to. I just encourage you to sit down and think about it for a while. I promise you that there is someone um, in your family. So just believing that you're with the right people and believing that someone asked for you to come see them, someone that may be scared of talking to someone about the insurance, someone that may have had a bad experience in the past with insurance um, and someone that just wants someone that's friendly and easy to talk to, to come help them out. Um, that's really, that's really all the people are asking for when they call us um, or fill a letter out or get online asking about the insurance programs. So um, remember that, like that's most important. Um, these are people just like us. Um, they get up every morning and go to work to provide for their family. They put their clothes on the same way. Um, and they've had things happen in their life similar to us. So, um, you know, don't, don't be afraid of going to talk to people because they're just like me and you. Um, I think a lot of times we let the fear of going to see a lot of people slow us down especially if we're if we're new um and if we're just getting started so i'm going to get into the atm the atms a really big part of our business 
Um, I can't stress enough how important it is um, and how really simple it is. It's just, it's a guide that helps us explain information to our, to the people that we're seeing. Um, it's a guide that help us, helps us keep uh, or stay on track and cover all the information with um, the family. So please use your ATM, um, use all of it. I know I'm guilty of not using all of it in the past. And there's always something that I personally can get better at. Um, multiple things I can get better at in the business. That's why these calls are so important. That's why plugging in to your local meeting is important. Um, all the top people like Michelle and Mike and Brent Swindell, you, you pick whoever you want that's in the top. They're constantly trying to get better. They're, they're never saying to themselves, well, hey, I arrived and uh, I'm here, so I'm going to quit um, trying to get better. And I really respect that about all the leaders and, you know, it gives us something to follow. So, um, as you're walking into the house, guys, once you book the appointment, uh, please get to your like dial sessions, like around people that can help you. Um, you know, and please be coachable with booking appointments. That's the only way you're going to get better. Um, and we can get in, you know, to that training later, but just remember when you're booking an appointment, <clears throat> when you're going to see the, the family, there's basically three things that you want to do. The ATM does this for you if you're if you cover all the pages, but you want to create um, emotion in your um, in your meeting with the family or your presentation, whatever you want to call it. Um, you want to educate them um, throughout the meeting, and you want to entertain them. And so really those three things, if you can focus on that, um, the emotion, I would say, is the most important. If the emotion isn't there, it doesn't really matter. The other two don't really matter at all because you can make a friend with people and educate them all day long. And if they like you, that's great. But if there's not any emotion, they're not going to see the value in the insurance. So because when people see value, um, when a value exceeds the price, people always buy. People always buy something when the when the value is more of the price. That's just reality. Um, a very healthy person wants ten thousand things. Especially now in America, we have all these this social media comparing ourselves to other people. Um, but a sick person, they only want one thing. They just want to get better. It's a pretty powerful statement. Um, so, and I say, I say that statement to say, like, when someone sees the value, like if a sick person sees the value of getting better, they're going to buy it. They don't care what the cost is at all. Um, so, so please focus on creating the emotion with, with the family and showing them that you really care about um, helping them out. So educate, create emotion and entertain okay now the next there's going to be four things as well as what people are going to be thinking about you when you come to their house they're going to be thinking does jonathan um like me or is jonathan honest 
one of the two, okay? Um, can I trust Jonathan, right? So they're going to be thinking, like, do I like Jonathan? Is Jonathan honest? Can I trust him? The third thing is going to be, can Jonathan help me, okay? Um, some people think, well, maybe this person can't even help me because, you know, I've tried this before and wasn't able to, to get help, okay? Um, so can I trust him? Is he honest? Can he help me? And do I like him? People are going to be thinking that. Um, and just being yourself and comfortable in your own skin is a big part of them liking you. So don't, don't try to like fake it, but just be super genuine and excited. Like I'm fired up. It's a privilege to go help this, this person. And they're going to see that, that you're enthusiastic. That's a big part of someone liking you. Um, asking them questions about their family. I take the approach of going to see my aunt and uncle, Brooks and Kendra, um, or Ward and Bev. And I see them probably once a year, every maybe every six months, depending. We're older now, but I just treat it like I'm catching up with my uncle and my aunt. Like, hey, how y'all been? You know? Have you moved in the past few years? I mean, they're people, okay? So that's really on the first page. Like, when you get into the house, um, be directed where you're going. Like, get to the kitchen table. Um, make sure you're sitting down. If it's an older client, like a final expense, and they're, you know, your grandmother's age or they're in their 70s or 80s, it's, it's okay to sit on the couch and treat them like grandma. Um, but if it's a husband and wife, even if they're older, get, get to the table. Um, use your discernment with that. If it's a single lady or single man that's older when final expense, it's okay to sit on the couch with them, you know, like you're their grandson or their son or daughter, okay? Otherwise, you want to be at the table. All right. Um, so really on the first page, when I get in the house, I'm I'm showing them what their request was. I'm like, um, hey, Earl, you know, my number one goal here is really just to earn your trust and serve you. Um, so like, excuse me, here's the form you filled out or, you know, you call this. Um, you know, what was your main concern when you did this? I'm asking that initial question at the beginning and I'm just letting them answer. I'm not going to dig into it right at the beginning, but I do want to get um, an answer from them. Okay. If it's a final expense lead, I just say, Hey, you called us. Um, two reasons people call us. They have some insurance and they know they need more um, or they don't have anything and they need something because they either had a death in their family or they know that it's important, you know, which, which was your case or which one was you when you called us. That's on final expense. Otherwise, you just ask them, hey, why'd you do it? Why'd you call in? What were you thinking? What was on your mind when you did this? Let them answer. You can, you're, you'll get into the, that motion part of it later, but you want to get them thinking about why they sent it in, in the beginning. Um, on the first page, they say, hey, Earl, like I said, I'm not here to sell you anything. My job is just to go through this information. Um, if it makes sense for you, I'm going to help you. Um, if not, we stay friends. Is that okay with you? He says, yeah. So the first page says who we are. Um, I try to build rapport before I even open the ATM. So, you know, please do that for like five minutes. Five to seven minutes is plenty of time to build rapport with somebody. 
um, briefly. But I'm also building rapport throughout the presentation. But I just, I just go through it and tell them who we are. Um, the About Me pages are huge. So, you know, I'm just trying to ask them questions about themselves, trying to find something I can relate with and go deep, like mold, like seven or eight layers deep on that one topic um, instead of being surface level and just asking surface questions. Um, you don't want to be vertical with your questions. You want to be horizontal. So you ask vertical questions to find somewhere you can go deep with, okay, to, to get to know them. But talking about yourself, saying like, hey, this is who I am, showing pictures of your family, um, really helps people like if they have a guard, it lets their guard down because they see you're a real person too, All right? Skill with People is a really good book. It's by Les Giblin. It's going to really help you on just how to communicate with someone. Super short read. Um, I'd highly encourage that. Um, for you guys to read through. Just make sure you're getting to know them. That's uh, really, can't harp on that enough. Um, and use the About Me pages to do it. Um, on the companies I represent page, I'm saying, so hey, here's, here's the companies we work with. Um, and I'm letting them know, hey, so I'm not, I don't take any money from you. Okay. My job is to help you get approved for something, all right? If you're approved, we'll go from there. So I'm, I'm letting them know, like I'm, as long as I can get you approved, where I'm walking out of the house with an application, because I believe that we have the best products anyone can provide. And guess what? We do. Go Google it and do your research. We have the best stuff. We have leaders that are relentless in providing high quality training, high quality insurance companies, like Andy is relentless about it. So know that not just Andy, but other, other leadership in your organization has your back um, that you can call. And so a big part of that is just knowing we have incredible products. You don't have to know about all of them, someone else does. And so when I'm saying that, I have a lot of conviction. I'm like, I'm 100% positive that I can, even if you have insurance, I can get you something better um, in, in my head. So I'm just saying, hey, I don't take money from you. My job is to help you find the best plan, okay, and get you approved for it. After that, we'll go from there. Like, after you're approved, you'll make your payments, okay? Um. And I'm educating people a little bit here as well. So like if this is a mortgage lead, I just say, hey, so like, is this your first house? Have you had mortgage protection in the past? You know, if people say yes, I'm just like, well, just to give you a brief history of it, you know, in the past, um, you know, prior to 2008, a lot of lenders allowed you to get this through your um, mortgage company. Um, they were still actually paying a life insurance company they were just taking on a contract to take money from you and your mortgage payment. Okay. That life, you were still paying a life insurance company and they're paying your mortgage off when you die. After 2008, most mortgage lenders did away with that contract and almost pretty much all of them don't do it anymore. That's why I'm here. That's why you got this letter. 
So the only difference is now you own it and the money goes to you, which is better um, because you're in control of that. Does that make sense? People usually will say, yeah, I didn't realize that, right? So you're just educating them a little bit. Um, also, I'll ask questions like, so um, do you have any insurance um, that you own and pay for outside of your job? So if you just say you have any other life insurance, they'll be like, well, heck yeah, I've got 500 grand at my job. People don't realize like work insurance isn't, it's, it's good to have. It's dirt cheap, but it doesn't pay out 2% of the time. Um, I have a personal story. Four friends of mine when I was 19 that I grew up playing soccer with were all killed in the car wreck. Guess what? They had work life insurance. Guess what? Didn't pay. And I'll share that story. They're, I grew up with them, knew them for years. And it's a real, it's a real thing that happened in my life. Um, a lot of people just don't realize it. And you're not trying to um, de-edify work insurance. You just want them to, to understand, like, work coverage is good if, you, if they allow you to get it. But a lot of times it doesn't pay. And even if you lost your job, doesn't come with you. You're not in control over it. So if they say they have other insurance, I'm like, great. You know, most people um, have one policy for their their income and other things, and they fill this form out because they want something for the house. Is that kind of what you had in mind? And they're always going to say yes because you're you're kind of helping them down the road of what they filled out. Okay. My next page is. Um, so why is this important? I get into that page right away. I know some people um, have what is mortgage protection. Prior to that, I don't think there's any right or wrong way to do it. Um, definitely get with your manager, but I just get into the motion there and I slide back the page to them. And this is a huge part of your conversation. And I just I just want to paint a picture that's my goal is just to help them see a picture. Cause this is not, this is a intangible thing. Like it's not buying a car. So you really have to paint a pretty clear picture of what it's going to look like. Um, if they didn't have the insurance, um, you also want to paint a clear picture of like what's important to them. Um, and so asking those questions, like why, like who in your family, sharing the stories, letting them tell you stories, um, about who those people are, you know, is a big, big part of this. And, um, you know, I, I'm killing off if it's, a, if it's a husband and wife, I'm, I'm getting pretty, like, pretty emotional with it, it you know, and two to four or five minutes talking about this feels like a long time. It's really not. Um, so a lot of times if I feel like or maybe a little tense, I'll just be like, hey, I'm going to ask you a few questions that are, that may be, you know, kind of uncomfortable. Um, I know no one likes talking about this, but it's not going to last long, okay? And I just get into it. I just say, look, you know, here's four reasons why people, you know, get life insurance or mortgage protection. And they can read. A lot of times I don't read that off to them. Um, I'll just say, hey, you know, Obviously, your mortgage is most important, but I was like, hey, Earl, um, so just help me understand, like, 
if something were to have happened to you last week and I was here today with joy um, and you had dropped dead or you are dead, I tried to use the word dead, not passed away. Okay. Um, and if you're not feeling a little bit uncomfortable at this point, um, you're probably not doing it right. But I still feel a little bit uncomfortable. It's okay. Um, it's just not, it's not always comfortable to talk about, but it is really important for them to understand. So a lot of times if someone's not asking them those kind of questions, they're not going to, they're not going to, um, paint that picture in their head by themselves. Does that make sense? Like we're there to help them see what the situation would be like. Like that's our job. Um, like just like our job would be to serve one at serve someone at a restaurant as a waiter and bring them napkins without them asking. Like it's our job to help them see that. Um, anyway, so I'm asking back to my back to my point. I'm asking, hey, so like if you died last week and I'm here today with you, Joy, okay? So I'm telling Earl, I'm like, hey, you can't talk. Like you're gone. I'm trying to make that pretty clear. So I'm looking at Joy and I'm just saying, so a state trooper came to your home this week and knocked on your door and you opened it and he said, Hey, Joy, um, is this your husband and hand you your Earl's license? Okay. Um, obviously that's, it's, devastating emotionally but what position does that put you in financially if that were to happen prior to me being here today um and i'm i pause in between my statements like i'm not talking fast i'm slowing down i'm being very genuine um being very honest just trying to get clear idea of what that would look like and I'll let them answer um, a lot of times people say well that would be really really tough um, and I'll just ask more questions I'm like well okay what does tough look like for you um, you know how many months would go by before you had to sell the house um, most of the time people are going to be like yeah I, I could not stay here is what they're going to tell you if the other person's a breadwinner. Um, anyway, so ask questions that are deep and emotional with people. Um, questions like, you know, if they have kids, I'm asking them, hey, so if that were to happen, would the kids have to move schools? Like, um, would you even stay here? Right. Uh, I'm just trying to get them to think about what would happen. And really the only way to do that is asking questions. Okay. And um, there's a lot of books about asking questions. Question your way to sales success is one of them. And books are a huge part of this business. Like reading consistently um, is really going to help you. But I just can't trust stress enough creating the emotion. Um, and, it, and creating the emotion with the client is going to be a lot easier if you've 
gotten to know them and they know that you're being really genuine about it. Okay. Um, so you can't just come in there and start asking those type of questions to, to people. Um, but what, once they know you're there and you're being genuine, they're really going to open up about it. Okay. Um, and until then, and really when I wrap that up, I'm just like, okay, that just helps me understand why I'm here so I can help you better. Cause the last thing I want to do is get you, you know, get you something that, um, isn't going to help you or that you don't need. Right. I'm really helping them understand, like, I'm trying to help you get something that you need and they're going to see the value in it. Okay. Um, the next page is I just go into how it works um, briefly. I just say, I just say, hey, so plant, option A would be to cover the whole house. In most cases, for most people, that's unaffordable. Um, you can, but that's just most cases. So I say that just so that they don't feel the pressure to cover the whole thing if, you know, they can't afford it. But I do let them know, like, hey, you can do it. I'm letting them make that decision for themselves. I let them know, like, you send it to whoever you want it to go to. It, it follows you, not your mortgage. I say a split plan is more affordable um, and explain it. I mean, it's right there. It covers the whole house in an accident, half of it in an illness. If they're really older, I can get into a training about how to – present it when they're like in their 60s or 70s um, on the payment protection side. I don't even really talk about the other two. If they're that old, um, I let them decide, you know, the majority of the time, the clients are not going to be able to pay, a, you know, cover a hundred grand when they're like 67 or 70 years old. So anyways, I use your discretion with that. I don't mention disability or, um, cash back options if they're over the age of 55 really because I don't know if they're going to be able to qualify um, and then what happens next I'm like hey I'm asking a few questions and we're going to see what you can qualify for I'm going to do everything I can to get you approved so at that point you're just being thorough with your your questions on like the medication on the financial picture page um, I do tell people, I'll say, hey, so I do need to know details about um, your medications and, and things like that. And I'll say, they're not going to take blood from you, but they're going to check your medical background, driving record, and criminal background. And, um, and I said, now, number one thing people are concerned with when they get this um, insurance is that when they die, is it going to pay? And is it going to pay quickly? And I just let them know, hey, Yes, it's going to pay. Um, the only time it does not pay is if you're not honest, if you are dishonest about something. So I let them know, hey, I need to know details. I need to know everything. Okay. So I'm letting them know that so they're not like withholding information from me. Um, if you build rapport with them, they're going to they're gonna be honest and upfront. Um, and I, then I go into the quotes. I usually ask for a glass of water at that point. Um, I just say, Hey, 
I'm going to run these numbers real quick. Do you mind if I get a glass of water? And uh, I'm kind of asking them questions as I'm doing that. There's a really good training by Adam Johnson on um, the FITS uh, group web website on the ATM presentation as well. Um, none of our presentations are exactly the same, but all the information that we're covering is the same. Like all the concepts, the main concepts. Um, so remember that, like make sure to cover the main things. Um, like you want to get a check when you're in the house, which means you want to help them out with an insurance plan. You want to get referrals, so you want to fill the ERS out. So use the whole ATM when you're done. Um, you want to ask about safe money. Like at, at the end, up front, at some point through your presentation, I usually do it at the end. And then um, you want to hire them. Tell them about the opportunity in the house. Um, the basics. So just to recap real quick, um, these are real people you're going to see. It's a privilege to go help them out. If you just go in there with the right heart um, to help them, you can butcher the presentation and be fine. So don't feel like you have to have it like 100% correct. It's never going to be 100% perfect. Um, where your heart is is most important. Um, just have a heart of service. Call from the house. Call me, someone, your manager. Um, if you have any questions, I still call Megan a lot of the times, okay? Or other people in our on our team. So that's pretty much all I have. Uh, I hope you all have an awesome week. If you all need anything, please reach out to me. Um, please, please reach out and reach up to your manager. Um, Michelle and Mike are amazing. Um, they want to help you, but remember it's our job to reach out. So please utilize them. Um, you're going to make more money. You're going to help more people. Um, so y'all have a great day. Love you guys. Talk to you next week.